Um, somebody who thought about that was uh, Rake Nettling's parents because they called him Rake. But I think, what, there are five generations of Rake Nettling. Yeah, my father's name is also Rake. So I think we're a bunch of optimists. It's never really paid <laughs> off, has it? In five generations, have you? has anybody ever been really rich? Um, depends what you, you know, I'm sure your definition of really rich is you know, probably different than mine. So. Uh, but we, um, I think we've all been very fortunate. Uh, g- give me a sense of, of, of what Ragnet thing is up to. Because swimming is a difficult profession. It's not like the golfers or the tennis players um, who, who have long sporting careers and have got great endorsements and lots of sponsors throwing money at them. Swimming's never been that much of a money spinner, has it, in terms of a, a, a professional sport? No, for sure. Uh, you know, Bruce and my, it was never my ambition to be a professional swimmer. Uh, it was always... Um, I really wanted to go to the Olympics. And when I went to my first one, I wanted to win a medal. And it was always my dream to go study in America and swim. Um, It all changed in 2004. It was going to be my last Olympics. I had quit before that. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give it one more shot. And then in 2004, we won the gold medal. And my life changed in three minutes and 13 seconds. Everything (laughs) changed. And I couldn't quit then. Well, what, what was the? You say your life changed in in those three minutes and thirteen seconds. You broke the world record. You were suddenly world famous. I mean, you've been well known before that, but you got Olympic gold. Mm. Um, what sort of what sort of change did it bring into your life, Bruce? I had nothing before that. Um, you know, I was working for about two years after I graduated. After the two thousand Olympics, I quit, and I was working. Um, I was working in America full time. And, uh, and I decided I was going to go to one more Olympics. Um, I had just enough money to last me you know, up until the Olympics. And I had four businessmen in Tucson, Arizona, each pay me $250 a month. So I had $1,000 from them. That was the only support that I had. And uh, so when I dove in there, I did it purely for the love and for me and my, you know, for myself to one day look back and say, I, I, I put it all on, you know, on the line. And I did it uh, you know, to the best of my ability. And uh, I must admit, um, two or three days before, I didn't think we were going to win. Yeah. Uh, but we did, and, and, and everything changed. You know, uh, the next day, I had something like 3,000 emails you know, on my fan page. <laughs> it was before you know, Facebook and Twitter. Sure. Um, and then I got an agent, and I got sponsors, and and uh, and I was, uh, you, know, you know, like the rest is history. Suddenly, you, you you're on a commercial track. Would you, you you don't come across as overly commercially minded? Maybe that's changed since 2004 when you the, the magic of money has, has worked. It's you've seen the the power of the magic yeah. of money. Up until then, it was about the passion. Have, have you learned to appreciate the power of money? Absolutely. You know, um, sometimes I look back, I was uh, in, in, in 2005, I was offered 50 million rand to swim for Qatar. I wanted to talk about that because you turned down the easiest 50 million rand yeah. for you anyway, uh, that anybody's ever been offered. Yes, it was a it was a big decision to make. Uh, but I felt at that point, I was at the peak of my swimming you know, abilities. And, um, you know, the South African flag on my swimsuit and on my cap was that half a percent that made the difference between where I used to be and you know where I was? So I didn't want to give that up, and um, I had the confidence in my ability that uh, if I stayed in South Africa and if I do the right things, that I'll make that fifty million back over the next hopefully twenty years. So, so um, uh, it was a big call to make, uh, and, and you know sometimes I wonder about it. But I say, would you lie at night and you go? <laughs> 50 million I could be doing I wouldn't have to I wouldn't have to be doing all this work I could just be putting it in and living off the interest 
Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but at the moment, um, you know, things are going really well. And yeah. um, um, when I when I lay at night, my bed there, you know, at Valdivie, then I think about other things, and 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 uh, and I think. Uh, I really believe that decision is going to pay off. When you when you look at the the direction your life has taken, when you when you studied and you lived in Arizona, mm. you did a business degree at the University of Arizona. You also did industrial psychology. Mm. You then became a real estate uh, agent. You you got a realtor certificate mm. in Arizona. So property's always been in your blood. And and nowadays you're a director at Valdivia Estate. It's a big polo lifestyle estate just outside of Paul. Um, and, and you're a big shareholder there. I think a big. Yep. Um, there as well. Yeah, it's uh, you know I think you're right when you say that property's always been in my in my blood. My father's a conveyancing um, you know attorney as well. So so, so you got I, cheap service on that front, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, so um, it's really been great how it's you know all worked out for me. Um, I took a lot of chances, um, but it's really paid off for me. So I must say I'm very happy with how things have turned out, and uh, you know I think people are surprised when they. You know, when they found out that uh, you know a swimmer can actually uh, also be a businessman one you know one day, and I think that's you know, that's probably one of the funniest things for me. Uh, ab- absolutely, and uh, suddenly people have to take you seriously, and they might want your autograph. But now you're in a meeting, and they're going, "Hold on a second, um, uh, you know this this is a guy who's who's got his, his his ducks in a row." The golf estate business, though, and the polo estate business. I mean, the golf estate next door to you is, is Pearl Valley. Pearl Valley. They str- they've they, they've struggled. Um, they've been through some very, very difficult yes. times. Yeah. Is the polo estate concept working a little bit more effectively than perhaps the golf estate concept, which is yeah, there are lots of them uh, and, and they're not all that well inhabited? Um, it, it's, it's going really well um, you know, over at Valdivie. Last year we had 130 sales. Uh, we pretty much you know, sold out. We've got, I think, about 23 of the developer plots left out of 550. Sure. How long um, has that taken? Um, that's taken about six years. That's quite good. Uh, in 2009, yeah. we I think we sold about three or four properties in total. So it's really picked up. Um, I think when people drive in there and they see, we've got about 300 you know, homes at the moment. Um, and when they see the development, um, it, you know, it creates confidence. Um, the prices over the last uh, maybe about six months have increased by between 30 and 40%. Um, and we pretty much you know, sold out. We bought a big piece of land um, called the Leifendal, um in development. Yeah. Um, we bought it from, uh, 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 we bought it from the, uh, excuse me, <laughs> uh, we bought it from the Power Group. Okay. Um, last year, and uh, we so can that's build the another phase, thousand. Yeah, we can build another Your. thousand uh, opportunities there. So, so it's. Um, it's all going well. So, I mean, property development is then what you're doing. That's your main focus. Um, but you're also in the wine business. So any money that you're making, you're pouring into the bottomless pit exactly. that is the wine industry. You, <laughs> it's you, a tough business. You, you're bottling your own, you go, your own label, the, the, the Reiknetling label, which you're putting onto a Val de Vie label. You, you're giving your name to, uh, to the wine. How's the wine business going? Because you've also got ambitions to export to China. Yes, yes, we did a very nice deal with uh, with Hein Kuchlenberg and his and his yes. Chinese partners, uh, which is called Perfect China. Um, so uh, we're very excited about that. You know, Hein is the leader um, uh, in exporting to the east. Um, so we've got uh, we've got big ambitions there. The wine business in South Africa is a is a very tough one. Sure, there are so many big players, and uh, and obviously we're very new. So it's a great marketing tool for us. It's very good wine, um, and um, yeah, I think we we see it as a marketing opportunity. 
and uh, you know, along with the polo and and uh, and so forth, works for us. But it's all about lifestyle, isn't it? I mean, what you're selling is a dream of a lifestyle that many people aspire to, and they'd love to live with the ponies and the smell of horse manure and the first thing in the morning <laughs> and hearing uh, the clip clop of the the polo ponies uh, going down the cobbled roads uh, at Valdivie and then being in the wine estate. I mean, it is selling that that South African dream that you can have. Um, you can have the great lifestyle yeah, in South it's, Africa. Uh, we sell space and security, and uh, you know, with 130 sales in 2013, it's worked for us. And uh, we've, you know, we've got farms, you know, within a security estate, um, and the market for that is also, uh, you know, very strong. So, um, yeah, the whole lifestyle is working, and and uh, uh, you've got excellent schools, you know, there in Parl, um, and it's, you know, it's about 40 minutes to Cape Town, so. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good recipe. Uh, it, it, it's better than working for a living. Greg <laughs> Nittling, who is the Olympic gold medalist, of course, his life changed at the 2004 Olympics, um, where they broke the world record, and he was then catapulted to fame. Jenna Clifford, a former, uh, a former shapeshifter on the show, also helped make Great Nittling a household face. Um, she used him to model extensively. She's one scary auntie. That I'm going to ask Great Nittling all about his dealings with her and others uh, in a few moments' time. Any questions for him? Do send them through on 31702 and 31567. Rick Nettling is our shape this evening. Uh, in the past, he was an Olympic medalist, but nowadays he is a businessman. He is uh, one of the partners at Valdivie Wine Estate. One of the wines carries his name. He's also got swimming academies dotted around the country, Pretoria and Pal. There are four swimming academies. Yep. Is there money to be made in the swimming business? Yes. I, yeah, I think it's a nice little business, especially if, you know, it, you know, if it's in your um, you know, if it's in your background, you do deal with a lot of individuals, which uh, they all have their um, you know certain demands. Um, I'm a parent of a brilliant young swimmer. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. So, so you have to deal with that. Um, so, you know, compared to property, it's probably not you know you know anywhere close. But uh, but it's also nice to give back. You know, swimming you know really offered me a lot. Um, it's uh, Gave me the opportunity to you know, to go study abroad and to and to really see the world and and uh, for me it's nice to give something back as well and to see the joy you know um, you know for me it's it's more about you know seeing a kid you know swimming a length for the first time than seeing you know one of my swimmers um, you know, win a gold medal at um, at the Commonwealth Games for instance yeah you know, it's those little things. But I mean, we, we've seen some, this, our success in the pool has been ex- extraordinary from Penny to you. And now we see Cameron van der Berg, who, who you look after, and Chad Leclo yeah. doing so brilliantly at the London Olympics. I mean, these are, are the superstars of the swimming pool of this particular decade. Are you seeing the next layer of talent coming through? Are we, are we breeding the next generation of great swimmers? Um, I think they are coming through. And to be honest, I'm not sure how because <laughs> we don't have much the, public support. Oh, no, the facilities um, and what what the swimmers have to do, and I really must commend the parents because without the parents, there would be no there would be no Olympic gold medalist. I mean, mean, you had to go to America to get the support you needed to turn into the machine that you needed to be to become an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was um, I really wanted to go study over there. Yeah. Um, you know, on a full scholarship. So. So, so that was really my dream. But I mean, I look at the the effort that the parents go through, and and, and it's just incredible. And and I think uh, you know that swimming South Africa must really thank the lucky stars that 
that they have such committed you know, parents that would go that extra mile to to give the kids opportunities. But I think we can do much better if 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 we had the right support. Yeah, and that 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 is one of the great tragedies. Of course, there's only a little bit of money, and it's got to go to a lot of different places. Cameron van der Berg, you're his commercial manager. So, um, what do you do for him? Do you get him his sponsorships and make sure he gets on the plane on time and make sure he swims super fast? Not. To that detail, <laughs> but I do get him sponsors, um, and uh, you know something that I do really enjoy is to be a mentor to him. So I give him advice. Obviously, I've been through it all. Um, I give him advice on how to act and where to go and what not to do. And but he's a nice guy. He's I, I mean, he's, nice a, he's guy. a hell of a nice guy, and I mean, he's done so he's done so fabulously well. He's got himself that nice head and shoulders, uh, uh, Cam, you can uh, thing, and he just comes across as a lacquer guy who's up for a, who's up for a laugh. He's faced Dale Stain uh, at the Wanderers. Yeah. He's done some stupid stuff, but he's still got his head on his shoulders. So yeah. he's obviously not too bad. At yeah, I get a bit either. nervous when he does you know those kind of things because <laughs> uh, you know, just now he blows out his knee or his shoulder and he can't yeah. swim. But uh, but he is a great guy, and it's uh, it's for me it's really you know like a pleasure to be his manager. Yeah. When you look at the business environment in which you're operating, what's your assessment of it? I mean, you deal with the upper echelons of uh, South Africa's uh, nouveau riche and the super rich of South Africa. What, what, what is what is your assessment of where we find ourselves now? Um, yeah, it's uh, you know I think on the property side, it's it's. Uh, um, I think the sentiment out there is that, uh, especially on the bank side, I mean, they don't want to lend. No. Um, so, um, but there, um, there are some people out there that are looking, and, and you, know, you just have to look at some of the homes that are selling here in Cape Town. Um, in Clifton, I mean, it's, a, Clif- it's yeah, astonishing. I mean, it's yeah. been incredible this year. So, so there are guys buying. Um, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of you know, apprehension, especially with the interest, you know, rates, you know, ticking up. So. But I think in our market, um, we're not really prone to that. So uh, we, you know, we're looking to develop you know, quite a bit more land. Um, and, uh, and I think everything is working for us. You know, being you know, here in the Western Cape, uh, where there's not too many potholes yet. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, people are coming down in their droves. At least 50% of our buyers come from Gauteng. So, mm. so it's, um, and, and, and we don't see that... You know, that trend you know, really changing. The question on the SMS line, which other great sports people turned business people do you admire? I think two guys that I really look up to and that I am fortunate uh, you know, to spend some time with you know, every now and then is Francho Pinar and Mornay du Okay, it's, uh, it's tricky to not to, you know, like, uh, you know, to live in the past too much, uh, but but you do have to use your sports and, and uh, you know, to catapult it to the to the next level. I mean, you pick up the phone, you say, hi, it's Rake Nettling. You, people are likely to invite you into the boardroom. They're likely to get an invite uh, more more so than if you didn't win Sure, but then you have medals. to be able to deliver something. You know, it's one thing to get into the boardroom, but then you have to deliver. And I think um, uh, that's what I try to do. Uh, Valdeby, you've almost sold out there. You're going into further property development. I mean, it is the, probably the biggest expression in faith in the future when you're putting bricks and mortar down in the ground, the stuff that you can't move. You've got to be confident about the future yeah i think uh you're turning down the 50 million rand to swim for another country and and uh and everything that we put into valdivy i think um you know even if you are very pessimistic i think uh, you know things are looking good especially here in the western cape um and um you know the people want to live in south africa i think most of the people want to see it work, and uh, and you know in the Western Cape it's working for us. So it's a nice mixture. Like I said, you know it's a recipe with good schools. It's safe. 
uh, it's you know within, in, in about four hours you can be in Santa and, and, mm. you, and you can do your business so so uh, we're very excited about the future Alan Not Craig Jr. tweeted this morning you woke up at 4.15 in Stellenbosch just before 8 o'clock you were standing in Santa it is possible Rick Nittling Olympic gold medalist turned businessman Val V is his main business he also runs swimming academies as well tonight Shapeshifter thanks for joining us on The Money Show well, thank you Bruce